Hey guys, welcome to another week. Wow, and what a week it has been. My goodness, I hope you all are staying safe and are um, really trying to avoid um, getting sick. Uh, we are all in hunger down mode and I'm really hoping that everybody is trying to be safe and taking care of themselves and their families and neighbors uh, and people who are most vulnerable around us. Let's not forget them. Uh, it's really easy to um, be really anxious about family and trying to take care of your own. But do remember your neighbors. Do remember people who are very vulnerable, the elderly especially, who may not have family or anyone nearby, uh, give give them a check. Uh, check them out and see how they're doing, if they need anything, if they need any groceries or anything like that. Uh, keep an eye on your neighbors and uh, those who are um, less fortunate or just don't have the ability to, you know, go to the supermarket and buy a whole bunch of things all at once. Um, let's remember those folks as well. Hey everyone, welcome to the OMAD Mama podcast. My name is Marty Meshubi and this is your resource for everything OMAD, intermittent fasting and health. OMAD stands for one meal a day. It just means that you eat within a one hour period and fast for the remaining 23 hours of the day. There are so many different ways to fast and we'll talk about those on this podcast. I have learned so much from my own OMAD and intermittent fasting journey and I wanted to share with as many people as I could. So I decided to start this podcast. I also love talking with others who have incorporated OMAD and fasting in their life's journey, and I'm hoping to share their stories on this podcast as well. I found OMAD and fasting, and it completely reprogrammed my relationship with food while getting me in the best shape of my life. I'll be sharing my journey, advice, recipes, and tips that will keep you successful on your OMAD journey to a stronger and healthier you. This lifestyle has changed my life. So keep listening. It may very well change your life too. Now, unless you have been living under a rock for the last couple of weeks, you know that I'm talking about COVID-19, the coronavirus uh, that everyone is um, talking about. It's all over the news And we now know that um, if you're living in the U.S., if you're listening to this in the U.S., you know that we are um, slowly but surely getting hit by the virus. It's in many of the states. Um, A lot of our schools are are shutting down. Um, A lot of us are being asked to work from home, um, teleworking, and... A lot of businesses and things are being shut down. So everyone is really in panic mode. But um, I did want to, it took me a minute to get this episode up because there's been so much going on. Um, We have kids and all of you who have children out there know um, having to manage that with school and school is shut down and work is a little crazy. So just trying to get all of that together while 
staying um, <laughs> while trying not to be anxious and uh, just trying to really stay calm for yourself and for your family and for your kids, especially if you have little ones who are asking about this and who seem really nervous about it, just trying to stay calm. But as I was thinking about it, I thought, okay, now I am going to have to telework because um, uh, my work is is being shut down and we are all being asked to telework and work from home as much as possible. School is shut down, so now the kids are home uh, and just trying to manage that. And I just thought, wow, okay, I'm going to be home um, and what am I going to do to keep from raiding the fridge every five minutes? <laughs> and I thought, wow, this would be a really good quick episode to, um, lighten it up a little bit because as I said, as I'm speaking, even I am a bit anxious about it. It's really heavy, um, on the news. A lot of people are talking about it. Uh, and just trying to remain calm and collected and really just understanding that if you um, first and foremost avoid crowds, wash your hands, it's okay if you did not get antibacterial soap or sanitizer, it's all right. All you have to do is make sure you wash your hands thoroughly um, as often as you can. That may be a bit tricky if you're out and about. Um, but on the other hand, you don't need to be out and about. You need to stay home as much as possible if you can um, and try to reduce the amount of movement in and out of the house. So if you're home, which most people are, um, if you're not already, most people will be just hunkered down at home over the next couple of weeks at least. Um, if you are home, try to wash your hands as often as possible. If you have kids, try to do that with them as well. Um, if you have elderly in your home, try to encourage them to do that as well. They are the most vulnerable. Um, so you want to make sure you take care of your elderly grandparents, um, uh, older family members whom you may have in the house. Um, but as I was thinking about it, I thought, okay, I'm going to be in the house with the kids, families here. I'm just going to want to eat all day long. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've been home. Um, if you've been listening to me or following me for a while, you know that I was home. I was a stay-at-home mom and worked from home for a very long time after having my um, first daughter and my second daughter. So I've really been a stay-at-home mom working consulting gigs every now and now and again um, when I get a chance I used to do that um, but for the most part I was home a lot and when I started intermittent fasting I was a stay-at-home mom and a lot of people would say would ask me how do you do that how do you stay at home and not eat and you have small kids um, how do you make that work and I never really thought about it because when I started fasting, um, if you remember my story, I didn't start off doing OMAD immediately. I really started off doing um, an 18-6, uh, 16-8, and then moved it to 18-6, and then gradually tightened up my eating window until I was just eating one meal a day. Um, but, you know, that happened over time, and even... 
uh, you know, doing a 16-8 or an 18-6, during those 18 hours, sure, I was tempted to eat. Um, most times I didn't, but I was tempted. I was in the house, and I remember just having to just, you know, grab the baby and go for a walk or go to the mall or just try to do something to keep my mind off of food so that I wasn't snacking throughout the day that uh, when I was home. Um, and now it's been... Uh, almost five months since I have gone back to work full time and I found it so much easier to um, to not even think about food during the day because I'm working um, I'm you know in an office and I'm working all day long and I don't eat until I get home so that always makes things a bit easier and so I I did forget about what it felt like to just be home. Um, even if I am working from home, I am in the house and it's easy to just get up and stroll into the kitchen and, you know, go into the pantry and just start eating and, and um, picking at stuff. And so I wanted to make a quick episode about um, how to manage that. You know, what do you do to keep from raiding the fridge every five minutes if you're going to be working from home over the next couple of weeks and you're intermittent fasting? Um, and so that's what I want to talk about today. Now, under normal circumstances, it would probably be easier to just you know, just like I used to do, just grab the baby, go out, take a walk, go to the mall, go to the gym, drop her off at the baby club and, you know, get some exercise in. Um, these days, it might be a little bit trickier um, and probably non-advisable to um, go to the gym and be around a, um, a crowd of people exercising or be in the mall walking around. Um, because these days you do want to uh, implement what's called social distancing, um, which is really the reason why we're all asked to telecommute and telework is because we don't necessarily want to be in a group of a bunch of people um, possibly transmitting virus that we don't know we have. Um, so that's the whole point. So going out to the mall and or to the movies or to wherever while you're home um, teleworking may not be the best idea. And so one of the things I thought of today as I was working through my day was setting a work schedule for yourself. And depending on the type of work that you do, it might be easy easier if you set a work schedule. Now, if you're in an office all day long, um, you kind of just go through the flow. If you don't necessarily have a work schedule, you might just kind of go through. You have your meetings, you have your um, set times that you're doing work, or maybe you're a teacher and you have set times that you're teaching, um, or maybe you're in a hospital or you're um, in an office. Whatever it is that you may do, you might have uh, a, set, a set schedule work time um, to do different tasks. So setting a work schedule for yourself and trying your best to stick to it might be helpful. In other words, setting actual tasks that are work-related to some, some kind of time frame 
and stay within that time frame. And so, for example, don't take a break unless you have it scheduled. That way you won't just get up and do whatever you want or wander into the kitchen, uh, wander into the pantry or into the fridge for a snack or two. (laughs) Um, But if you have a set work schedule and you have set tasks attached to that work schedule, that may be a helpful tool to help you get through your day. Um, You know, so you just start your work, you dive right into it, and then you try to apply some self-discipline to stick to that schedule. Um, If you need to, you might want to take a short break to just kind of get some air, maybe leave the house and walk around your neighborhood. I feel like as long as you're within, um, you know, six feet away from someone else, um, that you should be okay. As long as you're not, you know, engaged in large crowds or um, engaged in a group of people. Um, If you're just kind of taking a walk or just trying to get some fresh air while you're working from home, just so you're not driving yourself crazy um, and you're not eating everything in your kitchen while you're trying to stick to your intermittent fasting regimen or your OMAD regimen, I think you'd be okay. Um, the other thing that um, may be useful is if you take a scheduled coffee break. Um, at work, I usually will have a set time that I'll have my coffee um, and then and that's usually before noon because I try not to have any coffee afternoon in the afternoon. I'll usually just try to have some sparkling water or just regular water until um, my eating window opens. But I'll usually set my time to have my coffee before noon. And so, you know, that may be a whole ritual for you where you say, okay, I'm going to have my coffee at 11 o'clock. And then you get up, you make your coffee, um, and then you, you, you may even set a little time aside to, to drink that away from your desk. Um, you know, just figuring out some different things that you might be able to do to keep you busy and to keep you out of the kitchen um, and out of the pantry and fridge so that you're not eating uh, just because you're home. One thing that I found really useful um, and that I actually did today, since today was really the first day that um, the school was shut down and we were all in the house, I was home working from home, was um, I I just took a break to hang out with the kids. Um, My daughter was a little anxious uh, about everything, so so much talk about the virus and, you know, what happens and people are really scared. And just to kind of ease your kids' minds, if you're home with your kids, uh, and if you can, if you have the ability to take a break from work and just hang out with them for, you know, an hour or two, um, you know, watch a movie. We did that today. I, I was on calls from like nine o'clock to one and I just stopped after that and I, I went down and took a break with them and we watched a movie, we hung out, um, and it made my my older daughter feel so much better. She was so much more relaxed. She was more calm. 
um, because we were all just, you know, hanging out in the living room, watching a movie. And after that, I was able to, you know, get back to work. Um, but just spending that bit of time with them um, may be helpful to help relieve uh, some anxiety. I know for me, if I'm anxious, I'll eat, I'll munch. And so trying to relieve as much anxiety as you can so that you're not um, scatterbrained and you're not worried about a whole bunch of things leading you to just eat um, endlessly or unnecessarily if you don't need to be eating, if it, you know, if it's not your eating window. Um, just try to keep your mind busy. Try to do other things that would take you away from that. And then you also don't want to use this time as an excuse to eat junk. Um, and I've talked about this so many times previously is just because you're intermittent fasting doesn't mean you can just eat, you know, all kinds of junk and whatever uh, crappy thing you want to put in your body. Especially these days that, you know, everybody's really anxious. We're out in the supermarket buying a whole bunch of crazy, ridiculous snacks because we think we're going to be, you know, stuck in the house for whoever knows how long. Um, and, you know, we don't know. That may be the case. It may not be. But don't use the time as an excuse to buy all this junk and then be at home and eating all that junk all day long. Because you will regret it, uh, you know, when the when the time is up that, you know, things get better. Either you go back to work or you're out of the house and now you're like 20 pounds heavier than you were when you uh, started working from home. And that's the last thing you want. And so you want to be mindful. You want to eat really good, healthy foods. Um, hopefully you were able to find some, you know, good veggies and some good snacks, some good healthy snacks that you could have in the house um, while you are home um, so that you're not, you know, eating junk and really putting bad stuff into your body. You want to eat as healthy as possible while you're home, um, you know, juicing, greens, veggies, really good meats, great carbs, uh, the same things that I always talk about. Now, I'm not saying, you know, you don't have ice cream or snacks or cookies and things like that. You can definitely have that stuff. Just don't be at home all day um, and munching on that uh, because you're home, uh, working from home. Um, now, the moms who have been staying at home for quite a while now are maybe listening to this like, we've been doing this. What are you talking about? And I'm totally there with you because I was, I was a stay at home mom for quite some time, even when I started intermittent fasting. So I totally get it. Um, but this is really more, more so for the people who may not be used to staying at home all day. Um, and staying at home with a full pantry and a full fridge. I saw you guys out there these last few weeks and days just buying up everything, um, which is, you know, understandable, but you also don't want to just be at home eating all that throughout the day just because you're home. Really try to um, create a schedule for yourself, uh, stick to your eating window, 
as much as possible um, and try not to change it just because you're home. Try to stick to that time. If your eating window is, you know, four to eight or if you're doing OMAD and it's from, uh, I don't know, five to six, uh, whatever your eating window is, just try to stick to that. Try not to change it just because you're home now. Um, try as much as possible to keep some sense of normalcy for yourself, um, for your peace of mind, and for your family. And um, and I and I hope that that works. I, that's what I'm going to try to do these next couple of weeks that we're home, um, and just really try to release some stress release some anxiety, try not to be so wound up. Uh, the good thing is that we're home, we're with family. Um, keep your kids close, keep your family close. Stay safe, take care of yourselves, and I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Well, we've come to the end of another OMAD Mama podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this information useful. Please don't forget to share it with your friends. Please also subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. It really helps others find the podcast. Please remember that this podcast is not to be used as your source for medical advice. If you have any medical questions or concerns, please contact your doctor or medical provider. And before you go, check out the OMAD Mama website at www.omadmama.com. You'll find loads of information on intermittent fasting, OMAD, tips and tricks on how to begin your fasting journey. You'll also find the OMAD Mama blog where I talk about my journey as well as the latest intermittent fasting news. You can also always find me on Instagram at omad underscore mama underscore love, or you can send me an email at marty, M-A-R-T-I-E, at omadmama.com. I'd really love to hear from you.